to another NY Jets Fans podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris as we in episode 82. Please uh, follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, we want to tell y'all to stay safe as we into this coronavirus. We all got home from work or whatever else. Just be safe and um, please wash your hands. Yeah, sneeze into your <laughs> your sleeves. Yeah. yeah, don't don't do what my coworkers do, but we're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> <laughs> but just 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 be safe out there, and we thank y'all so much for listening to us. Um, and just- shouts out to shouts out to our 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 fans, um, Rodimus Prime on uh, on Twitter, man. Definitely shout, shout out to him and and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Esther on Twitter also, man. Uh, shout yes. out to her too. Yeah, shout out, shout out to y'all as well, and and to the other people that listen to us and give us feedback. We we definitely appreciate this. Um, but let's get into the CBA. CBA finally agreement on Sunday. So, um, sixteen regular season games for this season. With a postseason expanded from twelve to fourteen teams. Starting in starting in twenty twenty one, regular season games will go from sixteen to seventeen, and there will be three only three preseason games. This other and the revenue, as in revenue, this season it would be owners 53, players 47. But in 2021, it's going to be 52 to 48. But it could, but it could, the players' revenue could go up to 48.8% if they get, if they find a boost to TV ratings. So um, I'm going to start this off with you, Chris, because I know you you big on numbers and everything. Um, how you feel about this deal, and, and why was it so important for this deal to get done? Well, it was definitely important to get done from the owner's side. I don't know about the player's side, but um, uh, we, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. Um, the vote got really close. Um, I forgot the exact numbers, but it was very close. Um getting um, ratified and everything. And also 500 people did, 500 guys did not vote too as well, or 400. I forgot what that number was. But it was either 400 or 500 uh, members did not vote at all, which I think is horrible. And it being such a close vote, it just shows how divided the union really is. Because you've got, you know, it's, it's not like a normal union where everybody's making basically the same amount of money. Here, you got you know, the superstar money, and then you got the guys that are barely on the roster making the, the minimum wage for the NFL. And those are the guys that it's impacted the most because they're getting nice raises. So, of course, they're going to vote yes for it. Hey, you know what? We'll, we'll play the extra game, but we're, we're getting a lot more money, and we might not even make it past one year anyway. So uh, the majority of the, of the union are those players. And they're the ones that said, hey, you know what? This is a great deal. We're making more money. I might not be here after year one. If I'm lucky, I'll make it to year two. You know, and if I'm really lucky, I'll make it to year three, and then I could get vested. And you know, but so I, I, I personally think—I mean, I don't know if anybody agrees with me—but my personal feeling is I think this is going to hurt the, the league, the game in the long run, because a lot of these veterans are not going to want to play an extra game for whatever. You know, what I mean, if these guys are making ten, fifteen million dollars, twenty million. And these quarterbacks make over thirty million. Do they really want to stick their necks out to make to to play one more game a, a, a year? I, I just don't see it. And the, the injuries, you know, are going to go up as well because right now the injuries are going up. And imagine playing an extra game. 
you're putting these guys through more. I, I just think it's just too much. The money, yeah, and everything else is great. I'm not – so it's hard to say no to that. I get it. But um, I just think it's going to hurt because I think a lot of these veterans are not going to want to stick around and play longer because they're going to, hey, make, up, make my money and get out because I don't want to play 17 games a year. So – but that's just my feeling. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, um, I think I've made my feelings clear about this. Um, I think I think eventually this 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 sport is kind of walking. It feels like they're walking into a trap where uh, the product on the field will be watered down. You know, uh, the fact that the players want to argue that they that they don't they don't need that many padded practices when you play with pads, it don't that bothers me. You know, I think I think I think you've seen uh, technique being something of a uh, kind of a back a back something on the back burner. You know, uh, it's not as at the forefront that it used to be. So, like Chris always talks about, the fact that tackling is miserable in the NFL. Mm, um, <laughs> you know, and the issue and the issue that we all, we I always talk about is the the play of offensive line. Um, the better offensive linemen. Uh, tend to be in their in their thirties, so you have you're paying premium prices for older players because they've been playing for so long, and the younger guys they have so many so so much less time with the pads on, so much less time learning learning all the techniques you need to be a premium uh, pass blocker, run blocker. That that it takes that you know this this whole scenario just doesn't work. It doesn't work for them. You know, um, um, so I think eventually, I think this is just, it just feels like it's going to be watered down. You add, you add this, you know, I, the argument, you know, that how much, you know, that, yes, you're going to make more money. Some people's going to, some people, some people are going to make more money, but you tend to, you stand to lose more in the long term. You know, that's why, that's why to me, this, this, um, some of the arguments are valid here against that CBA. You know, this is, this is, and a, and a lot of people said that, yeah, owners always win those arguments. It's fine. That's true. But there's certain things here that are in the best interest of the players that should have been argued. And in my opinion, never came up or weren't argued enough. So, uh, I don't know, man. There was one thing I heard that kind of really took me aback. Uh, I don't know if the players understand or they even really paid attention to this, but uh, I think it was Mark Schlereth I heard saying on his on his podcast that that apparently now the league um, teams will not if you hold out for any reason you know how teams normally uh, 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 tag you with uh, whatever if you're holding out for every day you hold out they they tag you with a certain fee or whatever apparently when when the holdout was over they would just reimburse you that money. You know, now apparently with the new CBA, the the teams can't do that anymore. They can't reimburse you the money, so you're holding out, going to mess yourself up more. So they basically silently took away your power of holding out or trying to leverage your 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 play your 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 argument with them. So I don't understand, man. I they they're kind of the players are kind of shooting themselves in the foot here. You know, there's too many things they could have been arguing for and too many things that, that always sneaks under the radar here and there that they weren't paying attention to. And, and they need definitely 
they need it definitely to 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 figure out because this is 10 years man this is 10 years of 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 the same thing and almost nothing that you want you know yeah you want a few dollars but what's the what's the cost of a few dollars what are you gonna lose just to gain those few dollars that's the problem you know what the one thing i the, the one thing i was surprised at is these the the veterans and the guys that are making the, the big money that probably don't want to play the extra game you know i'm surprised that they didn't speak up more i was i was actually really upset about that to me it just shows that there's a really bad divide in that in in the in the union itself that these guys Great. didn't step up to say you know speak to the younger to the younger guys or the guys that are just hanging on the rosters you know and say listen guys it, it's not just the money you got to think about you got to think about all the stuff that we're talking about hmm. and a lot of stuff that we're not thinking about you know obviously there's more and I'm just surprised, you know, like one of the bigger guys against it was uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he didn't even show up for the meeting, right? I, 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 uh, yeah, he that, didn't show up for one of the meetings, yes. Yeah. So to me, that, that shows a lot. That shows either he doesn't care, you know, he's paid, he's paid up, you know, he doesn't care. I mean, if he signs another contract, that's great. You know, he's going to make another $100 million or whatever he's going to make. So... But he should, you know, if you're thinking about the future of the, the league, your future of the union members, he's the guy that should be in there saying, all right, guys, this is not right. We, we got to figure this out. We got to work something else out. We got to go back to the table and, and fight. But obviously, there's, there's, a, there's a divide. And, you know, Demarius Smith is right in, the, right in the crosshairs because he's the guy that they voted to represent them. So obviously, a lot of guys are not happy with this guy. Yeah, they they've had an issue with Demar Smith for a while now. Um, yeah, yeah, but but again, like I said, you know, if you're if you're supposed to be the head of the NF the the NFLPA, and then these arguments, like I just said, these these things just slip under the table. Um, that's on you, man. Yeah. You know that what what kind of information are you are you get giving out to to the players? You know, it's apparent. It's a it's apparent to me that uh, that they're Either they're misinformed or, or 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 they're or they're being manipulated. I I don't know which one which one it is because in in my point of view, as strong as football is now, don't don't act like this is not something that could go downhill. You know, right. you're not you're not you know you you know you're you, not invincible, you to, right? <laughs> right. You, that's the word. So, um, thank you. You're not invincible. You can't act like you're invincible. I think in I think you have to act in the best. You know, acting the best for the future. You know, for what you know, if you want and the NFL to have a future, you have to act in their best interest. Yeah. Uh oh, my go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't. I can understand from both sides. Um, I think I definitely think the players are so. Um, the players' association is is definitely divided. Um. Also, the owners, the owners have to have to play a little, a little hardball here, here and there. Um, just like you said, Chris, it could go to 18 games after this uh, 10 years, in 2030. Um, hopefully not, but it could, it could work out that way. But if it, if but if it comes out that way, the players going to either need like 50 percent, or they're going to need more than what the owners make, which is definitely not happening. Oh, and I think it was. And I hate to say it, but I think it's kind of. I think that was only that was the only offer, the best offer that the owners was going to give them. They 
that, that was it. It's going to be like, hey, either you take this offer, and if the Players Association, they said no, all these players would have said no, we're not taking this offer. I think the deal definitely would have been worse than what it was, and it wouldn't have been no deal. It would have been a lockout. Okay. Well, well, well. This is the thing. At the end of the day, um, I know, I, I know that we all want football to happen, but what kind of football we want, you know, if that's the problem. And somebody, somebody here needs to step up and take charge of, you know, of the future of football. And if the owners won't, and they just want to milk it for as much money as they possibly can, the players need to, you know. Or what we're going to see in the next ten years or more, you know. And we're going to see a watering down of a sport that we all love. You know, there's, yes, we love football for, for the scoring and everything like that. But we're, as fans, we're educated enough to know that football needs to be quality football. You know, as much as we like the XFL, that's not something we want to watch. You know, that's not, we, we don't want that to be the kind of product we watch all year round. You know, we like that. We love the NFL and we like the, the, the level of pro football that we we've been watching for the last how many years you know and we want to keep it that way we don't want to start having you know subpar play especially in the in the most important spots on the field yeah i mean and we already see it with you know with the practicing <laughs> being less already and now they're going to take even more practices away so it's it's not going to get better you know it's just going to get worse with the tackling and you said with the blocking you know and we see it, you know, there's, look at the quarterback play in the league. You know, you've got 15, maybe at the most 20 good quarterbacks. After that, it's mediocre at best. So, you know, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> we'll see we'll what see. happens. Especially with the yep. preseason games and with the practices, because don't the practices go down to like 16 or something like that? Yeah, I know that they're, they're cutting the practices up, sure. Yeah, that's not that's not not very good. Just in my opinion, it's not very no, good no. at all. Preseason game, I, I could see because the you know the, the they don't play much anyway. It's mostly guys trying to fight to get onto the roster. Right. So you know the starters play very little in the preseason. You know in the preseason games, but the practices, you know the off season practices and everything, and the and the practices with pads, they're just cutting it down lower and lower, and it's it's affecting it already. So now it's going to affect it even more. I think. Agree. I, I agree yeah. with you on that one. So, but before we get into uh, free agency of every team, uh, let's talk about some trades. Um, as soon as the deal was made, uh, the Jaguars had decided to trade Calais Campbell for, uh, to the Ravens for a fifth-round pick. And then after that, Calais Campbell signed the two-year, $27 million deal, $20 million guaranteed. Um, mm-hmm. Who you think won the trade and why, Charmin? Uh, I mean <laughs> – that's a steal, man. I mean, and any any late football person knows that who Calais Campbell is enough to know that he's a monster. For a fifth round pick, even if he's on the older side, watch him play last year, you couldn't tell. You know that that guy is almost unstoppable. So for a fifth round pick, is you know it, it goes without saying that um, that uh, that um, that uh, uh, Baltimore made out made out on that one, right? I, I definitely think so. For a fifth rounder, you're getting a guy who he's a proven um, sack guy, so he's definitely a good pass rusher. So that's a, I mean, fifth round. As long as you got the the space under the cap, because you got to sign him. But and they did. That was a, it was a steal. Like yeah. you said, fifth rounder. That's nothing. 
Jaguars yeah. got you know they got desperate because they needed the cap space. Yeah, you know so. Sure. Not only that, I feel like Jaguars is definitely on a on a rebuild mode. It's it's no offense oh, yeah. us about it. They 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 starting from scratch all over again. See, since we talking about the Jaguars uh, earlier today, Nick Foles has gotten gotten traded to the Chicago Bears for a fourth round pick. Um, I just feel like that that's the best thing the Jaguars have ever done because Tom Coughlin that contract was definitely horrible. Um, maybe Nick Foles could get um get him you know get him a starting position because what does that mean for Mitch uh, Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> that means he's done. <laughs> That's what this means. <laughs> Trubisky, so? yeah, I think he's done in 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 Chicago at least. I mean, they wouldn't they wouldn't be bringing a guy in and paying him t- over twenty million dollars a season to back up. You know, this guy's going to start, and Trubisky is is done. I think he's done. How many How many more years do you think Nick Foles has to play in football? Well, if they signed him to the three-year deal, I mean, they want him for at least two of that, right? Because right. after two years, I think he could opt out. But um, he's definitely going to be the starter there. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, they might try to keep Trubisky as a backup, I guess. That's um, crazy, man. When you, yeah, when you think – when you think about you basically you're basically telling the world that you failed, you know. Absolutely. When you pick when you pick, <laughs> when you pick Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And I <laughs> guess everybody had known before, you know, it's not like you're shouting something that nobody No. Said. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not like you're lying to people that you're like, right, Okay, right. okay, we messed up. You know, we messed, you yeah. You're admitting the mistake now instead of just hiding from it. So Right. Yeah, he, he again again I think I think just goes back to show you. Um, there is there is the, the evaluating of quarterbacks as as well the evaluation of prospects on the whole is not an exact science, man. It's hard to tell who's gonna turn into what. It's very hard, and there's certain red flags in certain players that you could just tell that they're just not gonna be. And sometimes and and it's it's you know Trubisky was never you know. I I remember people were saying that he, like it's kind of a head scratcher to them that they went up and got him, <laughs> you know. So two you know, overall, right? Number two overall. So, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> and wasn't he? He only played one season in college, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Think he only played. Yeah. So uh, that's. You so know, maybe... I mean, I mean, he showed, and this is the sad thing about it, and um, the thing about a lot of those players is that. They show flashes, and when they do those things, mm-hmm. you know, you keep thinking to yourself, "Man, if only I could just do tweak something here, there, I could make him be a little bit more consistent." And it's just sad that they almost never get there. They never get to that consistency, and you know, and and you're just wishing on a on a prayer at the moment at, at the point, and that's it. Like they're not gonna be, and it it just seems like mm-hmm. it's over for him. I it's sad to say because he's such a young man. But I mean, with do you, Chicago, do you envision him? Do you envision him ever being a consistently accurate quarterback? Watching him play, no. he doesn't look like it. I mean, <laughs> and he's got all right. This is his fourth year, so he's got the fifth-year option next year. This is the if they want to do it, but I, I don't know if they'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. Either. That's rough, man. It's rough. Really rough. Yeah, yeah, correct. But you know what makes it good for the Jaguars is that they got. In, in this in this draft, they got 12, 12 draft draft picks all together, and now they got some space now. 
right? Rebuild, rebuild, like you said, Davin. But yeah. but also, um, you know, they could still get more picks with this uh in Gakwe um trade. There you go. They could yeah, trade good about that. Yeah, so. yep. yeah, he's gonna be a sign and trade. I I would think so because he said I'm out of here, right? <laughs> yeah, he put he that did. tweet he out said. or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes, and then, so that's the smartest. I think that's smart for the Jaguars. Just uh, rebuild and hopefully right, load things up on go their way. Right. I agree. Um, the dumbest trade: the Houston Texans <laughs> traded DeAndre Hopkins. So you didn't and, think it was a good trade, then? Is that what you're saying? I, I definitely not. Definitely not. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, you're not the only one. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, 2020, uh, 2021, uh, fourth round pick. Cardinals for David Johnson, a second round pick in this year draft and the twenty uh next year draft, fourth round pick. And, and this drama going on going on in and well, it was drama going on in Houston with Bill O'Brien and Hopkins. Um, Hopkins so it says to leave it alone, but Michael Irvin has said uh <laughs> Bill O'Brien has <laughs> spoken to uh Hopkins and said the last time I had to talk to somebody was Aaron Hernandez. Rest in peace to you. And Drama is going on, and this is how Hopkins, top three wide receiver, if not number one, gotten best hands of football, has gotten uh, traded. Um, so go right ahead. I'm, I'm going to let y'all speak. I don't got nothing else. I ain't got nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the story, the whole, the whole story as I read it or as I listened to Michael Irvin say it was that, was that apparently – uh, Bill O'Brien did not like the fact that uh, that uh, Nook had a lot of too much, uh, you know, perceived power in the in the in the locker room. Basically, too much respect, I guess, and and a lot of a lot of the players kind of leaned on him more. And he probably, he, as a coach, he wanted the players to look to him more, and people were looking to him, you know, to to Nook more. And and the and the sad thing about the whole thing is, you know, you're a grown man and you've been coaching football forever. You still don't understand the dynamic of a locker room. Not because people are looking up to Hopkins. That doesn't mean that you're diminished in your role. You know, or, you know, you mean you mean you're so insecure about who you are in a football. <laughs> you you're not only the head coach, but you're the GM. You have two positions and you're still insecure about a wide receiver. Getting, getting, what he's getting more likes on Facebook than you. I don't, I don't get this. You know, he's so mad about it. He calls a meeting and tells the guy some stuff about, oh, you know, he doesn't like that his baby mamas is around, and he's like, oh, the first, the first, I think the first thing that came out, um, according to um Michael Irvin, was that the first thing he said was, oh, the last time I had a meeting was like that was with Aaron Hernandez. How are you equating the two guys? Yeah, Hopkins is like, never, how, pro- he's how, never been a problem, right? No. No. Right. No. <laughs> and 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 I read on Twitter and I'm not and and I read on Twitter another player. I think it's I think his name, his last name was Reed, uh, Jerron Reed or whatever, was talking about how Bill O'Brien ruined his career because he did not like that he was like a hood kid. Like he grew up, that's how he grew up and stuff like that. So I I don't like these stories because they're so one-sided. You know, you don't know the for sure. But 
I'm a, everybody on this podcast knows that I do not like Bill O'Brien. And it was before this, you know, I don't like him. I think Bill O'Brien is a competent offensive coordinator. I don't even think he's a great coach. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a very good offensive mind. I don't think he should be being, he should be anything trying any his hand at playing GM because he sucks at it. Mm-hmm. His number, he's if you go through the, the 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 decisions that he has made as a GM, he has failed over and over again. I don't know why he keeps getting that job. It's ridiculous to me. And in light of the story that came out, even even if Hopkins is saying let it alone, I'm telling you, this is a stain on his reputation. And and I think I think if, if, if Houston wants to do anything for the future, they need to get rid of this guy. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and I agree. And it was such a horrible trade. And I'll, I'll be honest, you you got to think about now. How does Deshaun Watson feel right now? Hmm. You just got rid of his favorite receiver, one of the best in the league, arguably the best in the league, and you just traded him. Yeah, you got you got Johnson back, but Johnson can't stay healthy. So he's not exactly that wasn't exactly an even swap, obviously. So if I'm if I'm a team looking for a quarterback, I don't know which one would be, but I would have called the Texans and said, Hey, what what kind of a trade would you give us for uh you know, what 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 do we have to give you for Deshaun Watson? Maybe you can get him for nothing too, like you got like they got right? I mean I, I don't know. I doubt that. No, I doubt, I doubt it too. But but yeah, he can't. In be light happy. of what he just did, yeah, he's a, listen, and he can't I, be happy, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> no, he's not because and he's running in, for his life <laughs> all the time, right? <laughs> the line's not great, so he's right, right for his life. It's just crazy. I'm sorry, man. It was just a hard, like you said, horrible trade. O'Brien should stick to head coach. That's it for 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 David Johnson. Oh. But David, I mean, I mean, it just gets worse. The more you think about it, it just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Right. You know, again, David Johnson's going to be twenty-eight. You know, yeah, he's off but the how thing many is, so many injuries. Right, it's a running back for heaven's sakes. We, you, we listen. Even if it's unfair, we've we've said it over and over again, man. And 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 the league has shown it over and over again. There's a reason why they don't prioritize running backs. Because it's, we hate to say it, but it's almost like you could get them a dime a dozen. Yeah. So, so sticking on a guy that's basically broken at this point, it, it's sad. And I, making I, a crap load of money, <laughs> too. You're, oh yeah, you're taking too. on a lot of money for David Johnson. <laughs> He's he signed a big contract with Arizona. So, yeah. So that was a bad, bad trade. Yeah. All around. Yeah, we could skip also, that. Oh, that was reported from uh, Diana, ESPN. Um. She uh, said that after the trade, uh, Hopkins wanted a new contract, eighteen to twenty million. Either, even if even if he wanted that money, like why not? Like give the guy what he wants. If like, you're gonna pay anybody, that's the guy you want to pay, right? Yeah. Wait, so so when he so wait so a season ago when he went, when he actually caught every ball that was through to him, first wide receiver to catch every had no drops in one season. In one season. That is think crazy. About, think about the kind of talent that takes. There's no other wide receiver in the history of the NFL that I remember that was such a prominent uh, talent 
that was traded away like this. I, I don't remember a wide receiver like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Especially when he had such chemistry with the with the young quarterback that you just brought in. I mean, ay, ay. Yeah. Now, now Murphy got somebody. Now Kyler Murphy got him and like yeah. Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald can still play. So, yeah. That's a good <laughs> offense now. Yeah. yeah. All they need is the line they now. Need, they need the know. whole line. Yeah. Yep. They get that. So, you know, right. and they draft ahead of us too, right? So, they'll be, you know, they're going right to be taking the tackles. They'll be tackling. Most likely. Taking, yeah. That's they're, one. they're definitely taking the tackle. One of the tackles. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a smart, it's a smart move by them. Um, let's go, let's go with the next trade. Uh, Ravens trade Caden Hurst, fourth round pick to the Fal- I mean, to, to the Falcons for it's, uh, this year's second round pick and this year's fifth, fifth round pick. Uh, why did the Ravens make such a move to, to get rid of this tight end? Because of because of what because of what he's uh, the other tight end they drafted with him did last year. If you if you remember um, the other kid, the other um, tackle, um, the other tight end. What's his name? Mark Andrews. Andrews. Andrews had Andrews performed out of that. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he, he looked uncoverable at times. Um, so um, he he performed he performed outperformed him. I think they also have this other kid too that's pretty good uh, too. So they so they he became expendable. He's a first round pick too. Um, um, what's his name? Andrews. Uh, and uh, not Andrews, uh, the kid that they just traded. Hurst. Hurst, Hurst yeah, is a first round pick too. So yeah, so so they they were they had an embarrassment of riches at tight end. So they could have they they definitely uh, traded. They, that was a good that was a good trade on uh, on the Ravens' part, definitely. And, they, and they, their cap space wasn't great either. So I think that might have had something to do with it. You know, getting another pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too bad. Forty ers uh, traded. Forrest Buckner and the Colts traded away the first round pick in this year's draft, 13th overall. What? What? It it kind of works out on both sides, um, don't y'all think it works out on both sides or no? Uh, I thought so. Yeah, I mean, you get a great player that they get the first round pick back. Um, uh, that that's a high pick though. I mean, 13 overall. But um, yeah, Buckner, Buckner yeah. is a monster, man. Yeah, not putting him down Buckner, at all. Yeah, he, he's he's a monster. He one of the better um, run stoppers in the league, and definitely one of the and at his position, one of the best fast rushers in the league. So he's up there, man. So they're gonna they and and the and the thing with the Colts, the thing that makes this even more um this thing so so good for the Colts is that one of their major issues is up front on their defense. They have the players in the in the linebackers. They have the players in the corners. They just don't. They did not have enough of a pass rush and enough of a push up front, and that will change. <laughs> that yeah, and, and he's still change. young too. Buck is young, and he yeah. signed for another what? What this year? Two, three, four. He's signed for another five years, so he's good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money, but he signed at least. You know, at least you know you got him. And of course, we got the Vikings traded Stefan Diggs in the seventh round pick to the Bills for this year, first, fifth, and sixth round picks, and next year, fourth round pick. Um, I'm expecting the Bills is on a win now situation. Um, I don't know how, uh, but what can Diggs bring bring to that Bills offense and and the Josh Allen? Well, a big play wide receiver, and that's exactly. What, I think that's one of them that we hit on uh, that 
that they needed was a big play wide receiver. Yeah, we did. Right? We did point that out. Yeah, so they definitely needed. It. I mean, they, they paid a, a decent price for him. They obviously paid a, a steeper price than uh, than what do you call it? Than the Cardinals had to pay for uh, the better receiver in um, what do you call it? In Hopkins. So, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's a, it's a trade. You know what? Like you said, they want to win now, and I think before um, Josh Allen, they're actually going all in on Josh Allen too. And before he gets paid in another year or two, just like when uh, Donald has to get paid, you know what? Now is the time to bring in a guy that's making a lot of money. He's not actually making that much. He's only making like 11, Stefan Diggs. But now's the time to do it. You know, in a couple of years, you got to sign your quarterback. And then now you got to start making room for other guys and, and everything else. So, um, hey, let's, you know what? And let's, let, let's say it this way, too, before you go. This division is wide open now because of another trade we're going to talk about. So <laughs> the Patriots are not, you know, the, the Brady's out. So this division don't give up it, don't give it up. Well, hold on, you you should have you should have teased it, man. Come on, oh. man, you're giving up too much. <laughs> well, the, uh, well, my my point was that the division's up for grabs, so they're going but, for it. Like like you said, they are going for it. They, you know? they, to prove to prove to you what the what the the Bills are. Like last season, how they how they kind of showed up a lot of the positions that they um, that they tried to um, up front uh, because of uh, retirements and and players that they let go. They needed they needed to show the show their up front on defense. They got Vernon Butler that they signed and Quinton Jefferson they signed. Uh, combine that with uh, Oliver that they got yesterday, last year, and that's going to be a strong front. Uh, they got uh, they they signed Mario Addison as a defensive end. They got they got AJ Klein to play inside linebacker for them, and they signed Josh Norman for to play corner for them. So they're they're definitely back at it like they did last year. Definitely trying to show up as many holes as possible. Uh, I think those are probably players that they all kind of uh, flagged as players that they needed, and 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 at spots that they really needed. So and you. you yeah, they they still got room to to sign a couple of guys as well. So they they're still going to be out there making moves. They they still got room. So don't be surprised if they sign another you know couple of guys. Yeah, I I want I want to point out one thing and people like when people don't people don't talk about certain players and what and what what they do. Mario Addison, the ed, the edge rusher that they got, he's thirty two. Yeah, but he has never had fewer than nine sacks in the last four years. Mm. So you're talking about a player that's consistently giving pressure up front. So those are things that they probably tagged as things that they needed, and they're going after it. They're being uh, pretty aggressive about it too. So so the, just the way they're moving, man, you, you have to give it to them. You have to give them, them as the, you know, we have our own issues. The Jets have their own issues and a long way to go with uh, building our roster. Uh, they're they're way closer to, especially the way they performed last year, and what they're doing in the off season. Uh, they're way closer to being a more prominent team than we are. Yeah, uh, yep, absolutely. They they might be the favorites now for the division. You might yeah. be able to call yeah, them the favorites. Sure Patriots don't yeah. have a quarterback right now, so. <laughs> yeah. And right, rightfully, the, is the one they're talking about coming this way. So, mm-hmm. oh no, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, let's move on to some free agency talk. Um, before before we get into Chris and Chris, uh, 
his 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 teams and cap caps and how much cap space they have now. Um, let's talk about the Jets. Uh, Joe Douglas, uh, fans has been on saying saying on the first day, worst GM in the world. Why do we get him? <laughs> oh my God. Second day, we 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 make we make moves, but we we make moves, but we really haven't. You know, we make moves, and then we then we sign we sign uh Brian Poole for a hell of for for a hell of a deal. Now he's the best GM in the world. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you first, Charmin. Uh, that's the Jeff fan base, but, though, right? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Oh my yep. goodness, <laughs> Charmin. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. Uh, what? What do you think of Joe Douglas' approach of not overpaying these players and taking the approach of paying them what they deserve? It's not only what they deserve; it's what he deems fit for them. And this is and this is why it was it it was such a good move to get Joe Douglas in house the time they did, even if it was a weird time to hire a GM, because what it allowed him to do is sit down and, and evaluate the Jets on a whole, evaluate the front office, evaluate the people in the front office, evaluate the team, the coaches, everybody, and, and understand what and who he needed. You know, he knew that he needed, he, you know, this guy. And then he's, you know, he's able to kind of work in a plan on what, what value that guy is and how much, he, how much he needs that guy. And so at what price, he could top off at and and that and that i think that gave him a jump on all this so i think this is uh kind of uh on the line of the plan that he's had how he worked out during the season you know whilst every whilst everybody was playing and everybody was you know while the season was going on he was working this out and and you could see that he's steadfast in what he has deemed necessary for the jets to do he hasn't moved one bit, you know. He, he's he's not willing to swing for the fences for any player. Um, he's he's willing to take players that he thinks that fits what they need, but also he needs to keep the money on a level because he knows that he has to pay Sam Donald at some point, and he knows he has to pay Adams like now. <laughs> right. So you know he got to you, you have to move that way. You know, unfortunately, our fans, we're not accustomed to, you know, our front office making smart decisions. <laughs> so when they do, it feels like we're being poisoned. <laughs> this is crazy. But, you know, um, there's nothing wrong in that. There's no, there's nothing wrong in that. I, you know, I know George Fan has not, he, he has some terrible tape out there, you know, that he's not, he's not the best tackle. If you if you realize in his tape, he also has pretty good potential, you know, and the and the price they got him at this and and the the contract works out for the Jets because they have an out after the first year, you know. Um, Conor McGovern was rated as one of the better centers in the league last year, top ten, by the mm -hmm. way, you know. That's quite a that's quite a get for the Jets. And all these guys are are young too, right? That's the They're other all good. 26, 27 year old players, yeah. you know. So 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 we had so his measured approach is to me what the Jets has needed for a long long time, you know. Start trying to buy the biggest guy on on in free agent is not gonna get you a, a, a make you a better team. We've tried this, you know. 
we've tried spending millions of dollars on 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 the better player in in the free agent and that never in free agency and that never got us anywhere so why not go with this you know i know it makes everybody anxious i know everybody's on pins and needles but i mean just wait it out let's yeah. let's let's pray that that's the best way for, to do it and you know it and like the old saying says right rome is not rome wasn't built in a day and that's that's basically this you're not going to fix this in one day or two days in one off season. It's going to take a couple because, because of the, what situation he was left, you know, he, he was brought in. So he's got to fix it and it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not going to be a one off season thing. It's probably going to take at least two, you know, so this year, all right, you know, maybe we don't make, if we don't make the playoffs this year, don't be shocked. Okay. But hopefully next year, with a with a, a full year under his belt, it'll be his second off season. He's already repaired some of the offensive line. Maybe next year a little bit more on the offensive line, but you know it's it's not going to be fixed in one off season. So it's going to be a little bit here, a little bit there, and then maybe big time next year. We got to see. All right, agree. Um, I just feel that Joe Douglas he, he would have had uh, maybe had Joe Thune if. Uh, and basically, if he didn't get tagged by the by the Patriots because Bill Belichick felt like he got some got some vendetta on us, I don't, I don't understand Bill Belichick, but <laughs> you never know, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Did it on purpose, yeah. but <laughs> sorry to hear, Chris. No, I'm just saying you never know with with him, but um, you know maybe it's best that that we didn't sign him, you know, I mean, for the money and everything like that because. Of the money that we have laying around with uh, with Bell this year, right. you know, I, I know they tried to move him, but you're not going to move that contract, you know, for a running back. Uh, so. Not till after this season. Um, thank no, God, thank God, year. we we got rid of uh, Tremaine Johnson contract. You know, a little a little bit scot free. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, spreading it out is <laughs> not bad. Oh yeah, We're spreading definitely. it out over two years, which is good. That helps us <laughs> out a lot. I mean, it's better. It's better than giving rid of the whole eleven. 15 million, whatever, how much money it was supposed to be. You know, so that, yeah, that, this, this, this works out, worked out so well because now, now that gives you a little bit more cash to do a little bit more work, more work you know. So there you go. So, so who's the next free agents? Well, we still have – we've got plenty of free agents left. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby Anderson thought he was going to get a big deal, but, you know, it's, it's the, wide receiving, the wide receiving market has moved slow ever since Cooper has signed his, uh, re-signed his contract with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, the wide receiver market has been really slow. Um, Clowney thought he was going to get a big contract. And it's moving slow for him, and it's moving slow for a lot of players, free agents, and, and still some a couple good of good players. Right, right. So who do you think the Jets should go um, get? <laughs> I wouldn't mind bringing in Robbie Anderson now that his price is probably coming down a little bit, but um, they were connected with Philip Dorsett. I don't know if, you know, if they're going to really sign him, but he would be basically a, a Robbie Anderson type player, you know, with a lot of speed. Emmanuel Sanders is out there. Brashad Perryman. Um, yeah. There was rumors that Sanders is going to be signed to, I can't remember who he was. I yeah, saw he's it connected. He was connected with Gase in, in Chicago, I think. Right. Or in Denver. Yeah. One of the places he was connected to him. Um, Nelson, well, <laughs> most Eagle fans would tell you Nelson Aguilar is not the guy you want on your team. Oh, yeah. So we're going to skip him. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you still got options there, even if you don't get Robbie Anderson, you know. But um, what about what do you guys think about the the former giant, uh, the corner Prince of Mukumara? He wouldn't he's be a bad idea to bring in. One, one yeah, he's not, he's not a, yeah, he's not a bad, he's not a horrible, horrible corner. He's still, he's still pretty, pretty he's okay. decent. What about Chiffon? Yeah, that, that's a good question too. The thing is, he's what, he's, what, he's in his, he's 31 or something like that? Uh, I think he was 29 or 30. Yeah, he's, yeah. Right there, he's right age. about that age, yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about them and Xavier Rose, and we said no to Xavier because he had a horrible season last season. But I'll, I'll give it a, 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 you know, a try on Prince and, Prince and um, what's, what was the guy named? Desmond Chufon. I'll give them two a try. Chufon oh, to be but, 30 in September. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, so, hey, a one year, maybe a two year with an op, you know, one year with a, with a second year option, something like that. Because he wasn't bad. He was still pretty good. Well, well they'll be better than Tremaine Johnson. That's all yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could be better than Tremaine Johnson at this oh, point. Lord. <laughs> God, God bless us. Um, yeah. So, now now that we talked about the Jets, uh, let's talk about some free agents <laughs> signing with the teams. Uh, Chris, go right ahead. Um, I know you're going to go with the teams and go with how many caps, how much cap space they got. Um, so, so go right ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We could finish up our division since we talked about Buffalo a little bit and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, we should talk about New England. Uh, their big move, obviously, <laughs> right? Um, losing Mr. Uh, the six ring. Mr. Yeah. Who? What's his name? Mr. Tom Brady. So, but <laughs> they did have a couple of signings. They did sign Bu Allen, the defensive tackle. Uh, they did sign the wide receiver, Bird. Um, they re-signed McCourty, the safety, so he could play with his brother again. Yep. And special teamer Slater, they signed also mm-hmm. to an extension. And Tooney. That we said the franchise tag. So it needs obviously the big one now is a quarterback because the only quarterback they got is uh, Stedman, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Stedman. He's Stedman, right. right? Mm-hmm. And they still need a tight end. That's another big and linebacker because they lost uh, Collins, right? They lost. Uh, they lost a couple of yeah, and they lost, uh, Collins too. And the guy to uh, Miami signed too. We could get to yeah. him. The yeah, Dolphins. They got, yeah, the, um, the, the linebacker, yeah. How much cap space do they have? Van Noy. Uh, right now, they're, they're in pretty good shape, I believe. But here's the other thing with the Patriots. Um, they're getting hit with like a $13 million cap it with, with uh, Brady leaving. That was part of the contract. I forgot what it was, but I know he's got like a $13 million hit of uh, dead cap, so... That's going to be a little bit of a hurt, but they're they have they have a lot of draft picks. <laughs> they they got a bunch of uh, um, uh, draft picks off of uh, what yes. do you call them? Uh, what do you call those picks when the when compensatory? You the, comp, yeah. Comp, yeah. yeah, they got they got a, a bunch of comp picks and they have prominent picks right otherwise now, too. So they have a bunch of picks themselves. Right now they got three thirds, a fourth. They got four sixes and three sevens. Sheesh, and their first round pick, so they're they got a lot of picks. They don't have a lot of space right now. Right now, they only got twelve million. 
That's without moving uh, stuff so around. And, uh, yeah. if, I, if I could grade them, I'll give them a C minus only because they franchise tagged the, the guard that we supposed to get. Yeah, that. Thune, yeah that, that, was the, that was the best move they did. Well, they didn't have a choice because most likely he would have ended up here, here in New York. So, And, I, and I'm not going to bury them. And just like what Charmin was always saying, you know, don't bury them until... Well, yeah, I'm not burying them. Until they're dead? Yes. <laughs> they're dead. You yeah, see the bodies. Belichick, <laughs> Belichick will figure something out. He'll sign somebody. I know they were connected to Andy Dalton a lot the past two days. Oh. Kaptir knows that name. Not that he's they, great, but, you know. They lost a lot, though. When you think about the players that they lost, man, they yeah. lost Danny Shelton, who was one of their better run stoppers. They lost Jamie Collins, one mm-hmm. of their better linebackers, even if he was 30 years old. Kyle Van Noy, too, they lost. Yeah. Uh um that's it. They they were only able to keep uh keep uh McCordy and Sunni out of all the guys that they kept. All right, and to, keep, and to finish up the division, you know, we're talking about the Dolphins. Dolphins, I'm gonna give them an A plus because they they <laughs> they spent their money, man. Uh they signed Eric Flowers, who did play better, I think, as a guard, right? Uh, mm. they signed Ted Karras, the offensive lineman. Yeah, they signed the Patriots. Yep, Byron Jones, the corner. That's huge because now he's gonna match up with uh, what's his name? Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. Right. Yeah. Um, One of the better corners in the league. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice two combo. One two combo. They signed Emmanuel Oba, the edge rusher. Yep. Um, Shaq Lawson, you mentioned, Mm -hmm. and Kyle Van Noy, we mentioned. So. Yeah, their biggest need is still a quarterback, and they're probably going to draft one. Um, still offensive line. We'd like to see them improve there. And a running back as well, because they traded um, Kenyon Drake last year, right? Yeah, but they the, got they got jo- Jordan Howard. They signed oh, right. Jordan that's Howard. right. They that's did. right. Yeah. From Philly. That's right. Yeah. So that was a pretty big uh, addition as well. So I, I thought Dolphins did great. They did great. They need a quarterback, but they did great. <laughs> I'll give them a solid and, and they still got plenty of space, guys. They still got about fifty-seven million in cap space. Yeah, that's a solid so, A. Yeah, yeah so they're gonna they're gonna be spending some money for sure. Yeah, true. Um, Even if they don't spend the rest of their money, just to just to know that they have draft picks and and you know if this draft if they could do good in this draft, then we we might need to watch out for them. They could oh, be a absolutely. Team. Again, this this division's wide open right now. I yes, mean, Buffalo might be the uh, the favorite, but if Miami could listen, Fitzpatrick, look what he did last year at the end. I mean, does he have one more year left in him to squeeze out? I don't know, but we're definitely gonna find out. But also, this this will be on Josh Allen. You know, for Buffalo, it's gonna be on Josh Allen. We saw how he performed yes. in the playoffs. He played really terrible. In that first round against the Texans, this is really going to be on Allen. If Allen, if Allen could, if Allen could basically make progress on, you know, being more accurate with with digs, then I, then okay, you know, I'll I'll give it to Buffalo. But this is really, this is going to be on Josh Allen. They got the pieces now. Now, what you going to do, Allen? <laughs> right. Go right ahead, yeah, Chris. Good question. All right. So, all right, that's the E. So let's let's check out the West, the uh, AFC West. Um, the Chiefs, they really didn't do much. They didn't sign anybody, really. They just placed a franchise tag on Chris Jones, and they picked up a, an option on Damian Williams. 
I'll move. I'm going to yeah. put in C plus. <laughs> That's about it, though. I mean, <laughs> but they still got, you know, we still got time to for them to work, and their salary cap is not good right now. They're over the cap, so yeah. C plus. They're gonna have, yeah, they're going to have to make some deals here for the defending champions. Right. Um, we'll talk about the Raiders. Raiders did pretty good. Well, did you uh, say they they franchise that that the the Chiefs franchise Jones, or did I not hear you? Yes, they franchised him. Yeah, they put the they, tag yeah. on him. And then they re-signed their, their backup quarterback, too, uh, Chad Henney. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I said C, C plus. Yeah. Like C plus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll go to the Raiders. They, they made some moves. They signed Eli Apple, the corner. They, they signed uh, Jeff Heath, safety. Uh, linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski, yeah. Kwiatkowski, three-year yeah. deal. Uh, Corey Littleton, that was a big one. Oh, that's a big yeah. Yeah, linebacker. Uh, they picked up Ma- Marcus Mariota. That was an interesting. That was really uh, interesting. That's why we going to trust him. Yes. Yes. Well, we'll get to him in a second. We'll go back to him. Uh, <laughs> they signed uh, Carl Nassib too, the defensive end. That was a, a mm-hmm. decent deal. And they also signed Jason Winton, the tight end, longtime Cowboy. Uh, surprised that he went there. But uh, the Mariota thing was very interesting because. We also heard a lot of talk about maybe Brady going to the Raiders. So, obviously, they're not too happy with Carr if they're bringing a quarterback in. So, I don't know who's going to start now. Maybe they're going to battle. It's, it's all, it all depends. They're going to start the season with Carr. Um, something like Tannehill, they're going to start the season with Carr. But if Carr doesn't um, meet expectations, then they, they got to go. They're going to have to start Mariota and see what he can do. Yeah, He got something to prove, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very yeah. mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing, you know, I, you know, when you lose a job like like Mariota did, the way he did it too, um, I, I like, I want to see if he has the, you know, the the man in him to raise up and kind of build his career because he has a he has a chance to he has a chance because uh, Carr is kind of he's he ha- the thing the thing again about these quarterbacks that are kind of just on the cusp of. Of, of being better quarterbacks and, and they're just in the middle, you know, kind of, they're not really that good. You, you see flashes of good in them or great in them. And then you see the, you know, like the ending of the season for him where he kind of, his numbers kind of fell apart and his team fell apart around him too. So, um, you know, uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see uh, if, uh, uh, what happens there, but that's a, that was really a really interesting sign in. Yeah, and they're they're building themselves a nice team, man. Remember last year with the the draft, we weren't 100 percent with them, but they they played pretty well too. So, be interesting with a, with a they, more they, consistent quarterback. Yeah, they have they have a lot of they have a lot of talent, and then they have a lot of picks again this year too. So, yeah. in in really good um, positions on in the draft. So, yeah, they could build themselves. They're building themselves a pretty good team. All right, I'll give them a solid B. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, all right, we got the Chargers now. Um, they signed Brian Beluga, who a lot of our Jet fans were hoping to sign, but they signed him, three-year, $30 million contract. Uh, they re-signed Austin Eckler to a nice four-year, $24 million deal. They signed – deserved that. Yep. They're going to sign Chris Harris, the corner, from uh, Denver. 
Nice. Two year, $20 million deal. That's a good deal, too. They placed a franchise tag on Hunter Henry, the tight end. Not sure. I'm, I'm not sure if that was the greatest thing because he had such a, you know, he's got the injury history behind him, but he is good when he's healthy. Um, they signed uh, Joseph, the defensive tackle, as well. Two-year, $17 million contract. And then theirs was a decent trade. I think we talked about they got Trey Turner in a deal with uh, the Panthers for uh, Russell Kuhn. So that's their moves. Mm. Still need a quarterback, right? They lost yeah, Rivers. Yeah, yeah. They're going right now. They're going with Tyrod Taylor, they're saying. And so. they said, yeah, and they're not, they not going to sign Winston or give Cam Newton a shot, which I think is a – Kind of horrible in my opinion because I think they both is better than Sir Tarad Taylor. No disrespect to Tarad, right? But I, I don't, moving I don't into, know. Plus, they're moving into the new stadium. You think they would have brought in a you know a, a little bit bigger name as a quarterback? Mm. You know, I mean, you got to sell tickets, especially to a franchise that has always had top problems selling tickets. So I think, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think that that defense is going to be a very scary defense to play. Um, play you. You have uh, you have uh, Linval. You ha- what they signed Linval Joseph. Um, they have probably the two two of the best pass rushers in the league. Remember, uh, with uh, with what's his um, uh, what's uh, I know Chris Harris. You know, yeah, Chris and Harris Chris, yeah, they have too. Chris Harris. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and what's the name of the kid? Doreen James was injured last year, and he's gonna mm-hmm. be healthy. Yes. So that's that's going to be a very good defense, man. So, yeah, they they're going to still be a scary team to play. Let's just see how many points they're able to put up, though. And also, Chris Harris said he turned down more money because he felt like the Chargers was the best fit for him. And I and I, I think I agree with him at this point. And they're yeah. in good cap space. They still got forty three million to spend. So I'll give them a B minus because of the because of the little moves that they made. Yeah, I think they still should have won and got a quarterback, but I'll go with a B minus. All right. True. Uh, last team in that division, you got the Broncos. They made a little bit of a trade with Jacksonville. They got A.J. Boye for a fourth-round pick, which is not bad at all. Yep. Um, they also picked up in a trade as well, Jarrell Casey, the defensive lineman, for a seventh-round pick. That, that uh, was a steal. Yeah, that was I thought a steal. so. Casey, Casey is still one of the better defensive tackles in the league. They signed uh, Graham Glasgow. That was the name that was connected that was with the good. Jets. That was a good signing for them. Yep. Four-year, $44 yep. million dollar deal. And they also placed a franchise tag on a safety, Justin Which Simmons. was a smart move. Yeah. So they're building themselves a nice little team, Denver. And they you got rid of Flacco, so they definitely get a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, for that right Damn. there. Uh, this is a team you got to watch out for. The whole division, really, right now is good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they they down the stretch down the stretch last year the Broncos uh, started playing really good football so yeah um I think I think I think uh, I think their coach is a pretty good defensive uh, former former uh, defensive coach for the the Bears I think he's is is world class at what he does I think it took it'll take time it took a little time for the players to buy into what he does I think you will see that defense play a little a much better. I think uh, when Bradley Chubb's com- Chubb comes back, I think it's going to be even better for them. So, uh, yeah, man, they're going to be fine. I think, I think, I think, I think that division is going to be hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, all right, what's the next division? All right, let's go AFC North. You got the. We'll just head it off with the Baltimore Ravens. 
Um, they signed Michael Brockers, the defensive tackle, to a three-year, $30 million deal. They also traded for Clays Campbell that we spoke about for a fifth rounder, which was a steal. Um, they placed a franchise tag on Matt Juden. And they also placed the original round tender on a restricted free agent. Oh, Matt Skura, the center. So. And yeah, I yeah. mean, <clears throat> good. They, they still look. need. They still need to. They need to figure out what they're gonna do with uh, Michael Pierce, which is which is one of those names a defensive tackle that people don't talk about that much. But if you know the game, you know Pierce is a monster. Uh, they need to sign him or whatever they're gonna do about him. Uh, uh, they 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 have. Uh, but I, but like I said before, uh, I'm. I think Michael Brockers that they brought in uh, from the Rams is still a pretty good player, man. I think if you could, I don't know if they're trying to add Brockers to Pierce and sign Pierce to, or they're trying to replace Pierce with Brockers. I don't know what it is, but he's definitely a really good player. Uh, and uh, keep trying to keep Judon around is pretty good. Uh, definitely. And then they're in a little bit tight situation with that cap. They only got like three, they're only three million under, so. You might see them making that's, some more moves. That's probably moves. why they haven't signed. They haven't signed Pierce because Pierce is going to command a little bit more money than three million. Right. So, um, all right. You got the Bengals. Um, weird, uh, weird uh, thing that they did was they put the franchise tag on AJ Green coming off of uh, yeah an injury year where he didn't play at all. Um, they're going to sign DJ Reader, the defensive tackle. And they're going to sign the cornerback Trey Waynes to a three-year deal. So they get a, they get a D. <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't do much. They just need to get a they, they need to get a quarterback. They need to get their quarterback in house. Yeah. I mean, they they have. I think when we we you know we broke we we break them down a little bit. They they need. You know they 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 have needs <clears throat> in their in their defensive backs. Trey Wayne Trey Waynes is not a bad signing for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, I'm I'm seriously questioning the whole AJ Green thing. I don't know how uh, uh, if he's ever gonna be himself again. Um, they also cut a couple like of their like, linemen uh, like too. Like I said, they, they're probably gonna address quarterback yeah, in the could. draft. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I and I think well, just remember a- last year when we when we broke them down, how we we were talking we were talking about some of those guys. We like we had a lot of questions about their their offensive linemen. You know, and you know so what? This, there you go. This whole virus thing with uh, the, the everything starting late is probably going to hurt. You know, obviously the the draft picks coming in, especially quarterbacks, because they're probably not going to get much uh, time practicing. You know, because of the because who knows when the football season is going to be able to start again with practices and all that. So, you know, we don't know. That's let's that's, hope. Let's hope that yeah. soon. Yeah, let's let's hope so too. Let's hope it doesn't go into July and did August. You, and, and did I that, miss? So. Did I miss you mentioning? Did I miss you mentioning the they signed DJ Reader, former former nose tackle for the yes. Texans. Yep, four oh, year, you fifty-three said it? million dollars. Yeah, oh, yeah, four year. Yeah, they signed. Um, yeah, yeah, and their salary cap is decent, so they're they could make moves and stuff. They're at thirty-three million. They um, they also they also signed uh Sofilo. The guard from the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Three or ten million dollars. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that was good. They do need linemen. So uh yeah, all, right. all the help right now. Go right ahead, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> all right, next one in the north, you got the Browns. Big deal for them. They signed Jack Conklin, three year, forty two million dollar deal. They also signed Austin Hooper, best tight end on the market, four year, forty four million dollar deal. Mm. Uh, they placed a second round tender on Kareem Hunt. So he's probably not going anywhere. Um, they also picked up Janovich, the fullback from the Broncos, for a seventh round pick. And they also signed Casey Keenum to be the backup. Good pickup. Yep. Uh, I mean, the only thing I'm going to yeah, say about this. Yeah, most definitely. It looks, it looks good on paper, but. Again, like we said last year, it looks good on paper, but, you know, when the season <laughs> starts, we don't know what happens. That's all I'm going to say. But other than that, yeah. they they, it, it, they did get some good pickups. I, I definitely would give them a, 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 a minus because they got a backup quarterback that already played. They got they got one of the best tight ends in the league, and they got and they got one of the top left tackles in the league. So I, I'll, give them, I'll give them credit. I'm not going to hate on them. Their cap's in good space and good, really good. They got like $55 million in space. So they still got some more moves up their sleeves, I think. So let's keep an eye on them for the next couple of days. Um, Next team up would be the Steelers. They didn't do much. Uh, They put the franchise tag on Bud Dupree and they signed uh, Derek Watt, the fullback. And that's really been it. But the reason why they haven't done much is their salary cap's in really bad shape. They're above the cap right now at $3.2 million above. Jesus. So they got to make some moves. So yeah. I know Ryan Shazier is here. I know on the reserve retired list. Yeah. I think that's it for his career. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, you know, he was almost paralyzed, right? So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, they, they're gonna make, they gotta make some moves. I mean, to get under the cap, so you, you might see a guy cut or traded, or re-signed, you know, restructured and stuff like that. So, uh, did, did you, did you see that his, the, the god Ramon Foster retired? Oh, really? Oh no. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, Ramon Foster. <laughs> yeah, he, he really had a, he, he didn't have a really good year last year, man. He kind of. Yeah, you you could he kind of he probably felt like he missed a, he lost a step. Oh, so, so that's, that's probably why. Was. Yeah, agree. All right, so we'll go yeah. to the we'll finish up the AFC, go to the South where we got the Tennessee Titans. Um, they were they were pretty busy. They signed uh, Vic Beasley, the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, just to a one year deal. They also placed a franchise tag on Derrick Henry. They re-signed Ryan Tannehill, which was oh, big. And, <laughs> you know, I got something to say. They Dennis. No, yeah, I think we all will. Uh, and I, they, re- they re-signed Dennis Kelly as well, the offensive tackle. Um, and their situation is good, $39 million, So they got some space to, to do some. My thing with Tennessee is what do you this. Say, what do you think about Tannehill? Uh, my thing is, I think I gave them too much good luck last season. Um, it didn't face reality that Tannehill is is well for for some for for some of us football football heads football knowledge. 
people um, would think this is not a, a real good deal, but for some other people, it's a good deal because they got their quarterback. They found their quarterback. Um, I, I just remember, mm. you know, I said last last year podcast, if anybody listened to it, that I said they was going to bring in Tannehill, and then Tannehill just starts shining. And then now, look look at this. Um, congratulations, Tannehill. I'm I'm not going to be a hater, <laughs> off and so forth. But I still don't think you're worth that deal. So um, but it's none of my business. Go go go, but yeah, yeah. I'm. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm listen. I'm. It's to me. I, I you know you could spin it however you want. You know you you you've seen him at his worst and you also seen him at his best I think I think if you don't ask him to be to play hero ball I think he's a, a pretty good quarterback I think I think he could make certain throws and I think he has certain accuracy that he could depend on but if you're going to ask him to play hero ball I don't think that's the kind of quarterback he is and I don't think that's what they do I think they run the ball and they play defense that's what they do you but know, now they got to um, replace the offensive line now because they lost Godwin well, yeah, agree. Yeah, so they'll they'll have to figure that out. Yeah. So another team in the AFC South, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we know they got they traded the the couple of trades, the Foles trade, the Bowie trade, the Campbell trade. Um, so they're definitely rebuilt, like we're saying, and they stockpiling their draft picks. But they did sign Darquez Denard, the corner. Three-year, thirteen million dollar deal. Uh, they placed a franchise tag on Ngakwe, but Ngakwe already said he's leaving, so we're expecting to sign and trade with him at some point. And they also signed pretty big deal here. They signed Joe Schobert from the Browns, right? Five-year, fifty-three million dollar deal. So, and their cap is in much better situation now since they made all those trades. And get rid of Foles too, so they're in twenty-four million, but they're also going to trade in Gawkwakes, so that's going to give them even more, uh, you know. Yeah, they need they. They're basically rebuilding, so. Great. Yeah, they they definitely need to figure something out that tackle um, the way Cam Robinson has been playing. I don't know. Uh, they need an upgrade there. They need God. Uh, yeah, Schobert signing was not a bad signing for them. Uh, the the the, the Nard signing is not a bad signing for them. But right. yeah, they got to figure out. And they also, I think they need a backup running back for Leonard Fournette. You know, having Leonard Fournette getting beat up like that. I mean, you need you need to give him give somebody to take some of the carries away from him. Yeah, I think the positive thing is that all the draft picks they got all them draft picks, so it'll work out for them. Yep, there you go. It'll work out for them. Yeah, I think that's the key. I think they're just, like we were saying earlier, they're just going to rebuild. They're going to hopefully build around uh, Mishu, Gordon Mishu. And, uh, you know, now they got two ones. They got a two, a three, one, two, three, three fours, two fives, two sixes, and a seven. So, Woo! there you that's go. Just for now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, they're going to be busy for sure. Um, all right, next up, you got to go with the Colts. Um, their big one was the trade, the the Buckner trade that we talked about earlier. They also re-signed Costanzo, the offensive tackle, and the other big one is that they signed Philip Rivers, and I think that's 
that's one that we got to talk about because <laughs> no, because that's big because you know they could have made a run for maybe Brady or someone else, and um, what Rivers had a really bad year last season, and um, was it just a bad year or was it the age finally catching up to him? I think that's the question we gotta we gotta figure out. Obviously, the Colts don't think it's the age. They think it's more. He just had a bad year. So, what what do you guys? Well, think? they only gave him a one year deal, a one right. year deal. So they might still think it's still the age, and just giving him a. They're just kicking the tires, you know, to see if he still got it. Because what's the what's a better opportunity for a quarterback like him, with an offensive line like that, with up and coming wide receiver um weapons like that, and with a coach that he had already coached before that knows him. You know, that's mm-hmm. the perfect place for him. So if anybody could squeeze whatever amount of other what's left out of football that's left at, um, in, with him, you know, it's the perfect situation for him. Right. So in perfect for, perfect place to get a one shot. Let's see if the one shot works out. It's just it's a Oh, it's just huge a gamble. gamble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a gamble. Um, I think Philip, I think it was because Philip Rivers had a bad year last season. Um, as we just talked about before uh, we started the podcast, was Philip Rivers uh, had had some chances of winning some of them games, and he just didn't execute. He looked, he played really terrible some of them, mm-hmm. some of them games. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's was it just that he had a bad year, or if the age, you know, if he's off the cliff now, I mean, it's going to be bad. But if he does play well, like you said, if they squeeze anything out of him, that's a Super Bowl contending team. Great. The the Colts. Yeah, that that team is very talented. Yeah. So, um, all right, so we'll go to the last team in the AFC to talk about here, the Texans. Um, we talked about the, the Hopkins deal, yeah. which nobody liked, so we don't have to talk about that again. And they replaced <laughs> him with uh, Randall Cobb. I don't, that's obviously not even, but they signed Randall Cobb to a three-year deal. Uh, they re-signed their kicker, uh, Fairbairn. Fairbairn. Uh, four-year deal too. He got a lot of money. Four years, seventeen million. Um, they re-signed their tight end, Darren Fells. Two-year deal. They acquired David Johnson, like we said. They re-signed AJ McCarron to be their backup, and they also signed Bradley Roby. They re-signed him. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> How to feel about that? <laughs> they basically resigned what they had to. You replace Hopkins so with Randall Cobb. Sorry, Randall and Cobb. I'm so confused because I don't. I don't think he's. I mean, he played okay, but he didn't play as if he's a nine million guy, a nine million a year type of guy. You know? Yeah, I don't think so either. And now oh. he's going to be the main guy there, right? Him and uh, Fuller. Right. So, I don't know. Ugh. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, do we have time to do NFC, or should we try to hit them next week with the updates? Cause... Yeah, maybe we should do it next week. All right. Well, how much time are we, we're up to? About an hour? Yeah, about, about a good hour. Yeah, so maybe, what do you guys think next week? Charmin, what do you think? Yeah. Whenever you guys ready. Right, because I what? think it, it would be a lot. It would be a lot because we'll still have to do an update. I guess we could. I guess we could just. Uh, I guess next week we'll just do like like the NFC and then we'll update a little bit on it. Yeah, we'll whatever. To, right, whatever. 
the AFC did. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that's it for our podcast. Um, please make sure y'all um subscribe. Well, not subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast. <laughs> Excuse me, and, and follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. Again, make sure y'all stay safe due to this coronavirus. Make sure you with your families and you know, just stay out of stay out of the zone and wash your hands. That's that's all okay. I can say. Stay yeah. home. Stay home. <laughs> Stay home as much as you can and yep. wash your hands, like Davin said. Good luck, until, man. Good until, luck to everybody. Until, until yeah, then, take it easy, guys. Taking flight. We're out of here. Yep. Take flight.